welcome to episode 39 of the Hughes Musings podcast. Oh. My name is John. And I'm Carol. And we are the Hugheses. And this is Hughes Musings. And the crowd go wild. How you doing, Carol? I'm really good, thanks. How this, are you, John? I'm good. This feels strange, doesn't it? Yes, we're not in our usual location. We're not in the cupboard of the spare room. We've uh, migrated uh, into the living room, so we've taken over the living room for the podcast today. So this feels a little bit strange. So why have we done that, John? Uh, because I was playing for one of the online concerts, the Sunday sessions, mm-hmm. yesterday. This is Monday, well, I was going to say Monday morning, uh, but it's not. It's mid-afternoon Monday. Um, and we just haven't put everything back, so I just thought I'd bring the microphones through here and we'd record in here for the day. Yeah, I'm liking it because when we go in the the usual podcast location, I've not got very comfortable seating arrangement. Yeah, you kind of have to sit sideways in the chair that's a little bit broken, and yeah, it's yeah, not Yeah, so great. I get a really sore back and a bit huffy, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm in an actual chair, facing the right way. So this one's going to be like a three-hour podcast because you're comfortable <laughs> and you can just chat forever for whatever. Yeah. yeah, sure. You want to hear my huffs? <sighs> so it's a huge, epic 39. Uh, no, no. Um, but yeah, so how has your week been, Carol? Yeah, it's been good, I think. Like I can't remember when we last podcasted, but I've been working away. It's definitely been over a week, just, but yeah. Mm. Just my usual... Working, I'm getting on really well in my job. Um, or, Good. So, I wasn't, I wasn't sure I was going to talk about this on the podcast, but me as well, since we're here, since we're friends. Right. Um, I have decided to leave the nursery. Yeah, right. And do my new job is my permanent position. Yay. I mean, it's sad that you're leaving the nursery because you, you enjoyed it and, you know, you got on with some of the people that worked there and... And, you know, it wasn't like you were dissatisfied with that job. No. But, you know, you've you've gone back into an area where you used to work, which was adult social care, and you really enjoy it. Yeah, and I'm also team leader. Yeah, you've been so offered a team leader position. I've been doing so. quite a lot of office work, which I really enjoy. Like, if you've ever yeah. met me, you know I love a bit of office work. But it's not something I could do full-time. Yeah. Not something I could do like five days a week. Mm-hmm. I like having the mix of, you know, still doing out and about doing my caring, um, supporting a lot of uh, people and also doing my office work. It's really nice having a mix. Um, yeah. So our team is growing. So we've just taken on a new staff member. So I was out with them doing a couple of shifts together and it was so nice. I really, yeah, feeling good, loving life. Also, I miss the babies at nursery, but. I know this sounds bizarre, but I've never wanted to work in a nursery. When I qualified 10 years ago, I always said, you know, I'm, I'm never working in a nursery. It's not something that I, not that I don't believe in it. Like, definitely send your children to, to nursery. It is the best thing for them at that age. Mm. But it's not something that I enjoy doing of, like, the all the different, you know, you've got to meet this curriculum, this standard, this, 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 that. I just like hanging out with the kids mm-hmm. and it can be a bit, paperworky and a bit kind of oh inspector this inspecting that so that's why I've always worked in like after school clubs holiday clubs kids clubs holiday nurseries nannying you know things that are a bit more freedom so I thought I would try a nursery and I'm getting older maybe it's something I would like you know the kind of routine of it but it just it wasn't for me in the end fair enough but I would like to keep 
a little bit of a toe in nurseries and stuff so I'm not really sure I'm going to do that but there's an agency I used to work for so I can pick up shifts there go to nursery once a week or something and I've also got my nephews which we love hanging out with exactly, so. exactly. and everyone we know is having a baby so I'll always see a child at some point yeah. <laughs> but yeah so that's happened this week handing my notice in um, which was a bit scary but you know yeah. so pastors knew bit of a say. transition period for you yeah, but it's weird because I've, I'm already settled in my new job. But it's just the like the switch of it being temporary to permanent. You know, I yeah. wonder how how I'll cope with that. Yeah, I get you. I get you. And I also had to wax my legs this week, which fills me with anger because it's sore. Yeah, I just hide. Yeah, and it takes me so long to do because obviously it's on me and I'm not a professional. So normally when I go in, depends where I go. It's twenty minutes to an hour, depending which kind of what are they called therapist, beautician. Yeah, I can't remember the the name, but whenever they do it, but when I do it, it's hours, like plural. Yeah, yeah. So I went to watch Match of the Day. Yeah. When you started. Yeah. I finished watching Match of the Day, and then started watching Star Wars cartoons. <laughs> I watched about three, and I was like, I wonder if she's okay because it's been, been quite a while now. Been hours. And you were on yeah. the start of your second leg. Yeah, so it was extra long this time because, like, <laughs> my favourite wax I bought when I was in Cyprus. So just before I left, I bought loads of it. And I'm down to, like, my last couple. Um, So when you do a half leg, which I used to do a half leg sometimes myself. Like, right. if I was going out and I needed them done and I couldn't get an appointment or I was, like, a bit skint that month, I could do a half leg myself. So that would be half a bottle. Right. So I had a couple of half bottles left, but I'm doing full legs now because I'm not going anywhere like to a salon anytime soon. So I had to like warm up half a bottle, which takes ages for it to melt. You know, it's like 20 minutes for it to warm up, mm. two minutes, half an hour. Use that up, then put the next one in, wait 20 minutes, half an hour for that to warm up. But then it wasn't enough. So I had to then get my last full bottle warm that up that's another half hour so that's an hour and a half of just warming never mind the yoga positions and waxing that I have to do in between but yeah. feels amazing now but yeah it was it's hard really hard to yeah, do yourself it is difficult yeah like it's not something... there's certain parts that are like satisfying to like rip out the hair yeah, yeah. and see the smoothness but then there's certain bits that are just especially on the back of my legs like so I've got like a crown or something I don't know where it grows in all different directions so you can't get the angle quite right and it's just sore and I hate it and it's really hard. Right. And when I do it, it takes like 10 minutes but when the the beautician does it, it takes her like three minutes. So. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to them opening back up again. Yeah, well, things are slowly but surely starting to open it up again. Yeah, hairdressers are opening up um, in like a week or two. So maybe, I don't know how it would work. Yeah, in the UK they've opened, in England they've opened already. Yeah, they've already opened, but once in Scotland they're open on the 15th. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I think that's all I've done this week. I think so, I think so. Went to my appearance for a Sunday roast, it was lovely. Yeah, while I, was, my, while I was concerting. Yeah, hung out with my boys. I yeah. just love them, I love the relationship that I'm getting with them. Obviously because in the past like we've been working away and kids like take a while to warm up you know you've got to kind of see them of course, a couple of times of before they come like really comfy but also my dad has a fish tank so i spend a lot of time just like looking at it like i love just watching the fish mm-hmm. um so i sit on the floor and my youngest nephew is like auntie caro 
where are you, Auntie Carol? And he was like upstairs looking for me and like Aww. couldn't see me. And I was like, I'm right here. What are you doing? <laughs> and he just wanted to like see where I was. And then we put John on. He was dancing. So we put him on the, the you were singing, sorry. Yeah. We were dancing. Yeah. So it was nice to see them. And then Matthew pressed like every single button. He was like, love heart, love heart, love heart, angry face, angry face. And I was like, I really hope John doesn't see these angry I, faces. I watched the video back. <laughs> I watched the video back afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> just because I like to do that, just to sort of see how different songs got different reception, yeah. etc. Yeah. Um, and I could. <laughs> it was a good job I knew because it went through like this whole gamut of emotions. Yeah. And it just made me laugh. So he was like looking at me and he's like, What's this one? So I was like, A thumbs up. So I done a thumbs up and he's like, What's this one? And I was like, That's a laughing face. So I was like, Ha ha ha. So he's going through them all like 15 times. What's this one? What's this one? What's this one? Like making me do all the funny faces. Mm. It was nice just hanging out with them. Yeah. Yeah. We had a little FaceTime afterwards as well. Yes. I thought it was really sweet because he was like, John, why are you not talking to me? Oh, yeah. He could not understand that it was a video, but it was live. (laughs) So I was like, we'll go watch something. And he's like, hi, Uncle John. Uncle John, hello. I'm like, oh, I can't hear you. Um... And then I text you like, oh, can you say hi, Matthew? And you were like, hello, Matthew, hello, Sam. And he's like, oh, he said hi to me! He said hi to me! And he's like, how are you? And he was like, just trying to talk to you. Aww. Like, he just didn't get it. And he's like, where are you? And I was like, no, I- I'm here. I'm with you. I'm not with John. Like, and it was, he was just... A bit confused yeah, by the whole thing. because yeah. he's used to, like, video calling. Yeah, he does video calling with his mum, like, when, you know... And his dad, like, whenever they're at work or yeah. elsewhere, you know, they'll do a quick video call so they can see each other and chat. So he's used to that. Yeah, and video called us loads of times when we're away and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but the fact that it was a live video. Yeah. He's just, it, wow, wrecked his head. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. There's yeah. something completely different. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, news from my week. Uh, I can walk again. Woo-woo! Yay! Which is good. I mean, I say I can walk again, as in, like, I'm sort of hobbling round a bit like I'm, I'm not 100% uh, stairs are still my absolute nemesis I'm a bit like a Dalek of like <laughs> on flat ground I'm, I'm alright I've hit stairs and you know game over aye pretty much um, but no we went to the heritage no we didn't we went to Rick and Glen we went to Rick and Glen had a walk around there which was yeah, nice you um, managed it all the way around yeah, which was good yeah didn't stop on that one which was good but then sort of had a little twinge in my calf there and then I've done Around the block here, uh, which was I've been around a block, which was okay. I had to stop once, um, yeah. just because it got a bit sore, but then you know, stopped for a couple of minutes and just carried on walking again. So I think I'm just going to keep doing that and keep rehabbing. And yeah, you know. it's good to kind of push yourself, but also good to kind of rest when you need to, find, yeah, find that balance exactly, exactly, balance, balance. Um, and then. Mm. We also went to Vicky's house. Yeah, that's Is exactly that what, what I was going to say. Yeah, oh, so yeah. and I walked there as well. Yeah, that was that was quite challenging, walking there. Yeah, because I because I twinged my calf muscle, um, and obviously I have to walk a certain way because I, my my feet haven't been. You're good. compensating. Yeah, yeah, I'm having to compensate when I walk. Like it, it just started to <laughs> tighten up a lot. So we stopped once, and then it it was a bit sore all the way there. But I got there, and it wasn't it wasn't that bad. No, you weren't um, crying. You no. had to take painkillers or anything. You no, know. it wasn't that bad. Like I was just, I was ready to to get there when I got there, which was good. Yes. Um, and yeah, we had a lovely day. So actually, seeing people 
in face person to person which was oh, lovely. lovely we were very careful though and very respectful yeah so we had a couch that we could sit on we're allowed to sit anywhere else which usually we would kind of float like yeah. sometimes i'll sit with jason and like play on the phone or whatever and sometimes i'll sit with vicky at the dining table and eat snacks but yeah. no we had one sofa that we could sit on yeah. And then we went to the toilet. There was like wipes there. We had to wipe it all down. We had our own towel, our own soap, our own roll of toilet roll. Yep. Um, and then we had to wipe it all down when we were finished. We had paper plates. There was no nibbles. It was just like, this is your plate of food. Yep. Eat it and then you are done. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, hand sanitizer galore. Yep. But yeah. it was just nice to be around it. people yeah. again. And we had a good chat and we had a few drinks and just chatted more. And it was just really nice. Yeah. Uh, we had our first taxi experience as well. Before that, though, I was on the pogo stick. <laughs> and I... Yes. I It was hard. It was a lot of balance, yeah. which I don't really have. But yeah, I got to 50 pogos. Pogos. Yeah, my pogo stick. So there's a video on my personal page if you want to go check it out. <laughs> I, think, I think we should put it on to the... <laughs> The Hughes Musings page as well, because it is just superb. Yeah. My brother was watching it, he was like, there's something so satisfying about the noise. Yeah. I was like, it echoed a lot, like um, the neighbours probably hated it. Yeah, it was so loud. (laughs) So loud. Yeah, and then we had our first taxi experience. So it's a bit difficult in Scotland because there's laws, well not laws, there's recommendations, I don't know the right word for it. I don't know what you're trying to say. Like, wearing masks on public transport. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not it's not it's not law. It's just more sort of a guideline of like yeah, you should wear you, should, them. you probably should be doing this for your own safety. Yeah, and t- a couple of taxes or a couple of taxes have started to get like a plastic perspex screen. Yeah, screen in between, between them and the, yeah. the back of the car. Yeah, but mm. the one we were in didn't have it. Um, but the taxi driver was wearing a mask. Um, and I had my scarf wrapped around my face. And I got given. Uh, bandana-y thing yeah whatever like a, you call them what do they call it? like a neck scarf that yeah. was like, oh, like a, as if you were like going skiing yeah it was like, a face so. covering yeah. Yeah. yeah so technically we had face coverings on but like because we have not really been wearing masks so we didn't have any with us yeah Um, and it was just hard the touch driver was like it was my first day back and you know, yeah it sounded like he was having a bit of a rough time like we had a chat with him and you know it kind of hit home to us that you know everybody's going through their own sort of storyline lockdown storyline battle and you know yeah. like reintegrating themselves into the world for for different reasons and it's been difficult for everybody you know yeah so what i've been trying to do like, see because i'm out and about a lot more just now like i go to someone's house and say they've got no milk like i will go to the shop and i will buy milk for yeah. them because mm-hmm. you cannot survive without a cup of tea like the generation mm. that i look after like world is ending if they can't have a cup of tea um, so I always make sure like they've got milk in. Yeah. So I always make sure they've got milk in. So I've been going to a lot of like little local shops and stuff. And I always say like, do you prefer cash or card? Mm-hmm. Because I know that card has a charge. And I'm buying like a bottle of milk, which is like two pounds. Yeah. Um, But then do they want cash? Yeah, does all you know? take money off your hands. So yeah. mm-hmm. some people will be like, either doesn't mind, and other people are like, cash is king. So I always try and carry like a couple of pounds with me for sure. that. But when we do our big shop in like the big supermarkets, it's card all always the way. Always card, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what we've done before it. Like we just don't carry cash no, with we us. we don't. We've got very, it hasn't really changed much 
in that respect in the way I pay for things because yeah, I've always been a sort chip of pin or chip and pin or contactless person yeah. anyway. So it hasn't really changed anything on that sort of front, which is good. Yeah. So, yeah, we asked him, what would you prefer? And he was like, oh, cash, please. So we gave him like a little tip and stuff. Like we didn't actually have cash. Vicky had to give us cash. Didn't she? I know, yeah, but to be given money because we were like, we haven't got any I, know, I don't know why we didn't cash. forward think this. Like, no. We obviously, we need cash and a face mask to get home. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And face masks, I'm really confused by them. So obviously at work, I wear like a medical one. Are you laughing at me? Yeah, just, just the way you were like, I'm really confused about them. Like, and you've been sort of having the mask debate with whoever you see. And it's always on my mind. It's always it's on my mind. constantly, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, at work I wear it because I'm within six feet, feet of someone. And like, if they cough, if they sneeze, whatever, protect myself, protect them. If I breathe on them or whatever but i just i don't think they're that effective like cloth ones so i've tried to research it but everything is so different some people say it's you know it's better than nothing some people say it's better to not wear one than to have a cloth one and i oh it's just yeah i don't know what to do yeah i understand i really don't know and you know obviously i've been doing sewing and stuff like that so my parents are like oh can you make us some because from July 10th in Scotland, you have to wear one in a supermarket. Yeah. So, yeah. What What are your thoughts on a mask? Like, I think it's it's hard to know how effective it's going to be. But the, the obvious thing is, is that it does reduce risk. Even if it's a slight reduction mm. in reducing risk and uh, of contamination, then why not? Why not? Well, you Why not? Could you not be wearing one? Well, because honestly, like from what I've seen, it doesn't reduce the risk that much. Yeah. But it is going to reduce the risk a bit. So if it's something that gets brought in, yes, I'm going to do it. Of course, I'm, I'm yeah, not going to flout the rules the, for the sake no, of going, you know, for, to make a stand. It, it seems ridiculous, but they're not comfortable. They're not great to wear. So, and the research that I've seen sort of tells me that they're not as effective as a lot of people think, you know? Yeah. Like, we've said it on the podcast and, like, when we've been out and stuff, like, we've seen people with a mask and gloves on who just all of a sudden think they're immune. Oh, yeah. And they get too close, they just do whatever the hell they want, and they're an absolute nightmare. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I will put some sort of face covering on and we'll make sure that I am following guidelines yeah, but at the same time I'm still going to respect social distancing until you know it gets to the point where Scotland turns around and said right okay we've had no new infections in the last two weeks that's what blew my mind obviously I was listening I wasn't there when you interviewed Emmy but I was listening back to it and he was like oh yeah we've not had a new case for two weeks and I'm like we had a thousand te- po- positive tests today <laughs> you know yeah it's just so different and with the QR codes and stuff I'm like why aren't we doing that like why are we so behind on technology for a country who's supposed to be one of the leaders well this is this is why a lot of people and as I said to him this is why a lot of people have been uh, angry at our government yeah is because they with with Thailand like like Amy was saying it's under uh, a military rule yeah so it is very these are the rules in place. Follow the rules. Yeah, do it. Whereas in the UK... and have got more freedom or whatever. Uh, yeah, a lot of people, yeah, have been campaigning for their civil liberties, saying 
that, you know, like being told they can't do these things, like infracts on their human rights. Well, do, do you know what? Like a lot of times when the government tells you to do something, it's usually for your own good. There'll always be conspiracy theorists and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it just it just shows, doesn't it? You know, you've got countries that are completely corona free now. Yeah. And it's because they took a hard line as soon as there was a case. Yeah. Whereas in the UK, we we stumbled and hesitated for a few weeks. And then <laughs> and then didn't bring in strict enough strict yeah. enough rules enforced in a strict enough way early on. Yeah, because obviously... this is where we are now. Yeah, like with the pubs opening up, they're being like, "Oh, you'll have to leave like your name and number," and people are, like outraged by this, like their it's like their personal data like how why are they expected to give it and it's like it's for your own good if someone track else track and trace yeah yeah becomes positive there so like but i hand my number out here there, and everywhere any website i go into i'm like here's my email address here's my full name like it doesn't bother me but i know other people feel differently about it and they're entitled to feel that way so i guess so i think i just i think there's so much sort of conspiracy and worry and thought of like what if somebody does this to me or does that to me? Honestly, the regular Joe out there, the average person, nobody actually gives a shit what you do. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. You know, like, we live paycheck to paycheck. We haven't got thousands of pounds or you know, millions dodgy. of pounds. You know, we, we're not... We don't run in circles that, that sort of influence the UK government in any way. So let's be honest, on a day-to-day basis, Carol, who works for a care company, who comes home and, you know, has dinner and watches telly for the evening, the government absolutely don't give a toss what you do. <laughs> what I'm up to. No Watch of- me if you want. Yeah, no offence, <laughs> but nobody's desperate to know what you're up to and nobody needs your personal data. So generally, all it means is that you get a few more personalised ads when you go on social media and that's it. Yeah. You know, so I think people just look too far into this and think, oh, what, the government's watching me. No, they absolutely don't actually care about you because you are just another person. You're another number to Law them. Law-abiding So, So yeah. just, you know, if they set rules, it's not to sort of lock you down so you can, so they can look into your entire life. They don't care. You're yeah. not important enough. No offence. That's not saying that, you know, your life doesn't matter and you're not an important person, you're not unique. But as a government, on a mass sort of data basis, they don't give a shit. <laughs> so if you go in to have a drink, just give your name and number because all they're trying to do is if anybody else was in the pub at the time ends up getting infected, they can give you a call and tell you that you need to go into quarantine. That's all. And it's test. for your own safety. Yeah. It's not to fucking infringe on your civil rights just silly yeah so that's your thoughts on that then well yeah pretty much I think <laughs> I th- like I said I think people just look into it too deeply and, and are so worried and there's so much conspiracy around it that just let, let's think about it logically yeah. like en masse like we don't really matter no not not in that way of course, we all matter to each other. Of course, we're all important yeah. people. But, but 
governmentally and societally, we're not we're not that important. No, no. So don't worry about it. Yeah, just do your thing. Yeah. And keep safe. Yeah. So that kind of took a serious note. So it I did. Think, so let's do a 180. Uh, so I think... And uh, we'll do something a little bit more fun. It's our happy thoughts. Hey! We're thinking happy, 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 happy thoughts. We have been talking about it a few times, but the Kilbride Hospice, they were yep. doing their 100k in 30 days, yep. and it's obviously finished now, because June is no more. No, we are flying yeah. past June. And Laura completed all 100k. She did. She did it with like a two days to spare, I think. I think she finished on the 29th. Oh, right, okay. But she ran 11k. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she smashed it in the last day and was like, I'll just put that out there yeah yeah mm. all in the one day so how amazing is she yeah that's incredible and um so the fundraiser i posted it on our um facebook so you can go have a look so they originally set a goal of a thousand pounds and the last time i checked it was three hundred three thousand five hundred pounds amazing that they'd raised just through that alone um which is amazing yeah so thank you to anyone who donated and if you couldn't donate thanks for sharing or even just talking about it um and go give their shop a little lick and it's open now <laughs> you can go look at some stuff <laughs> it is it's open again which is great um i, I do the concert to sort of raise you a do, bit more awareness yeah. as well uh whenever i do my charity concerts i always do it in the name of uh, kilbride hospice yes um, and put a sort of link to the donation page there as well and so uh if you are on my social media and when you listen to this like feel free um i've started posting the video after each week just to sort of yeah. Raise a bit more awareness because not everybody's part of the group, so no. I just repost the video on my personal page, um, and just sort of put the link, the donation link there as well. If anybody does have a bit of spare money, just to sort of donate to Kilbride Hospice, they're amazing. Uh, I spoke to a lot of like East Kilbride residents um, about like family members that yeah. have been helped by the hospice and you know it really is a feels like a community charity it really does a lot to help people yeah. um in this area who you know are dealing with like the worst time of life and yeah. i think you know they're an amazing charity uh, but yeah so laura's incredible absolute superwoman 100k in 30 days bossed up amazing and the happy thought was that i am um, enjoying my new job we've already spoke about that not yep. new anymore. I've had two paychecks, so it's like <laughs> old job now. But it is my permanent job, and I'm loving it. And I feel like I'm in a good role for my current place in life. You know? Yeah, feel happy. Yeah, really happy. Good, good. My happy thought is that I can walk. Yeah, we've already said that too. Absolute bonus, yeah, but that made me happy. Woo-woo! But yeah, mainly we just wanted to sort of congratulate Laura and everybody else on completing the incredible um, achievement that is doing... 100k in 30 days um but that's that's all of our happy thoughts for now uh, and we're going to move on to a new section um and i think we're going to go to a returning section oh we did say we we're going to cut it out for june and bring it back in july yes uh, so that is exactly what we've done so we're going to go for a little bit of challenge me challenge you aha Challenge me, challenge you. Uh-huh. 
Right then. Okay then, Carol. What have you got for me? I wanted you to go first. Because I've got a few and I can't really decide. So I want you to go first so that I know what to give you. Right, okay. Um, So, you have been talking about setting up your craft store. Yeah. Or going to your craft events. Yeah, my craft fair. Yeah, so you've you've been aiming to sort of do that in September. So now that things are slowly but surely starting to come out of lockdown and providing we don't have a second wave, it looks like you're probably able to do one in September. Well, yeah, it was more like October, but yeah, September, October. Okay, (laughs) so what I want you to do is start setting out some solid plans. Okay. So I challenge you to to plan it to sort of find where you're going to do that through like roughly what dates you want to go for mm-hmm. and sort of i want you to sort of give us as much information as you can on what you're planning to do for your craft store so at the moment it's a very sort of like ideal of i wanted to go and do a craft fair yeah um but i want you to give us some Places and dates. Like business and plan. So yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> some 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 like basic, more specific information of where and when you're going to do that, and who you're going to do that through. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a relatively easy challenge. Yeah. But it is you taking steps forward in that process. Yeah, because I'm usually just like, yeah, I'm going to do it, and then it fades out, and I don't. Exactly. Know. So I want you to make some solid plans on going to do your craft fair. Okay. Okay. So mine is quite similar but different right. to you. So I'm going to challenge you to create a side hustle. A side hustle? Yeah. What? What's the side hustle? So it's like selling something online or... Yeah, selling something online. <laughs> so right. I want you to have a £10 profit. Right. So you could buy something cheap and then like mark it up and sell it or sell a service like you will arrange a song or create a jingle or I don't know sure but you have got to have a £10 profit from something okay so obviously there's like Facebook marketplace you can sell something that you don't use anymore sure sure or as I said buy something do it up and sell it or there's an app Fiverr where it's like services mm. okay so, but but within a week. Yeah. So by the next time we record this, I need to have made a ten pound profit. Yeah. Done. Yes. Okay. That was a bit out of the box, wasn't it? Like something a little bit different. We we like like I said, we've both uh, gone away and thought about some of the challenges that we can give each other. Right. Okay. Uh, so that was for this week, and we'll come back next week and let you know how we got on. That was challenge me. Challenge you. Aha! So next up, we've got our Inspiration Corner. Inspiration Corner. Inspiration Corner. Inspiration Corner. 
has inspired you this week, Carol? So, oh, we have a balcony. We do. And when we first moved in, we bought some lights on clearance. Um, we put them up and they haven't worked for about a year because there was like holes in them and water got in it. Yeah, they flooded. Yeah, they were like green. It was not good. No. And I was out and about and I was in like a pound shop or a pound stretch or home bargains, like somewhere like kind of cheapy like that. Yeah, I think you went to Poundland. I think yeah. It was. I went to a few places that day. So. Right. Um, and I seen them. They were reduced. They were five pounds. I was like, do you know what? Let's give it a go. And I put them up on the balcony and I love them. So it's like 10 times as long as the other ones, but they're like tiny wee bulbs, whereas before they were like light bulbs. Sure, sure. But now they're like Christmas tree lights. And I wrap them up and down like every third stick. I don't know what it's called. Railing. Yeah. And they look beautiful, don't they? They do. They look lovely. We took some pictures, uh, so we'll post them on the site as well. Um, but they're really, 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 really lovely. Um, and it's really nice to sort of go out there at night and just have that little twinkly lightness. It's uh, really nice. Yeah. Uh, the bulb is a little bit ineffective. So we bought like yeah. a, a caged bulb. Um, and it looks really nice and ornamental, but the actual light from it is a bit pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a pound or two, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's just the, the, the film, it doesn't really shine. It's it's very much for the look of the actual aesthetic of the cage and the bulb. Um, but yeah, but the, it it's still really nice. Yeah. Yeah, we've got some nice photos, as I said. We'll, we'll post them and yeah. you can also look at how beautiful it is. And you have a little inspiration too, don't you? Uh, yeah, so uh, I was asked to do some uh, cocktail demonstration videos. Cocktail masterclass. Which I'm, I'm not going to call it that because, I mean, it's been a long time since I've been a cocktail barman and, and I don't know current trends and no. I have no idea what I'm doing. But I have quite enjoyed um, getting everything ready and uh, we'll post the videos up this week. Um, and I'm going to do a new segment. It might sort of become a segment on the podcast, but it's definitely going to go up as like videos yeah. on the podcast page, and it's going to be called Cocktails from Your Couch. Woo! Um, so it's not about being a professional cocktail barman. It's not about like being all flashy. It's literally if you've got a relatively half-stocked drinks cabinet, it's just some of the stuff you can make. Yeah. You know, because there's loads of, like, gin clubs and things like that, but, I mean, not everybody wants a bloody gin club, you know? <laughs> um, and it'll fall out of favour in, in six, seven months, something like that, and people will go back to drinking vodka all the time or something. So I'm going to do a little cocktails from your couch of just simple cocktails. I'm going to sit on my couch and make cocktails, and it's going to be simple stuff you can do at home. It's not going to be all you know, flashy, free-pouring, blah-de-blah. It's literally going to be me sat with a couple of measures, talking about the alcohol, talking about where I got it from, how much it is to, to, to buy and whether it's worth actually buying and, you know, stuff that you generally do at home. Yeah. So it's all about making cocktails at home in a quick, simple, easy way. Yay, I'm excited. So, yeah, I don't know how long this is going to last for, but I think I'm going to try and do... One each month, um, and if anybody sort of messages me and is like, 
I've got loads of like small amounts of like whiskey or rum or vodka and I don't know what to do with them what can I do with them sort of thing uh so we'll just talk about different things like that and sort of like stuff that you can do at home um sort of you know utilize your drinks cabinet so that's been my little inspiration so we're going to post the first videos of that this week very excited to drink them yeah it means that you you get like well hopefully nice cocktails yeah once a month. <laughs> Woo! Woo! So next up, we've got our dad joke. <laughs> what have you got for us this week then, Carol? So I was at a service user's house. Um, right. We go there like three or four times a day. So when you're on shift, you see him like all day. Like he has the same care all day. Yeah. Yeah, it's four, four visits. So it's like, no, it's two visits. Breakfast. Nope, it's four visits. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then tuck. So you see him four times a day. So yep. it's like quite a couple hours. Um, so we were building up quite a good relationship with him. And he was like, um, Carol, I've got a dirty joke. Right. And I was like, whoa, I don't know where this is going. You know, this yeah. could be... Are you be, ready to hear a dirty joke from a service like user? <laughs> racist. It could be sexual. It could be anything. Yep. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to go for it. I was like, hit me with it. I was like, I can handle it, it's okay. And he was like, okay, there's a white horse. I'm like, yeah, uh uh-huh. He fell in the mud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, it knocked me off my feet. I was was like braced for like something really, really doody. Yeah. And he was laughing, and I don't know if it's just a special moment because you know he's got dementia and he's like struggling and stuff like that. But it was just such a pure, yeah, hilarious moment. And I think it was because oh, buckled it's, me. It's all about the setup as well of like Carol. I've got a dirty joke. And you think, <laughs> oh, oh, here no. we go. And it's all about the setup because you tried to you tried to tell me and Vicky. Yeah. The other night, and you said it, and you laughed like that, and we were both just stonewall of like. <laughs> I'm sorry, Carol, but it's really not that funny. <laughs> I find it hilarious. In of itself, that is probably one of the worst jokes you've ever said. <laughs> horsey fell in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. No. <laughs> now we've got our entertainment bug. Oh, uh, you don't bug me now. Yeah, but we'll figure it out. You don't bug me now. You don't bug me now. So, in the entertainment bug this week, I don't actually have anything that's bugged me. I'm feeling pretty chill. I'm feeling the joy of life now that I'm able to move again. So I'm a happy soul. I'm not ill in any way. (laughs) And things are going okay, apart from the stress of coming out of lockdown and trying to find a bloody job. Um, But entertainment-wise, it's been quite an interesting week. Uh, So, Carol, first of all, I want to talk about the things that we watched. Yes. So we have now finished... Quite a few programmes, because we finished Brassic, season one and two. Yes. Um, Thoroughly enjoyed that. I don't know how you feel about it, but I genuinely feel like it's one of the best British things I've watched in a long time. Yeah. Uh, Well, one of the best British comedies that I've watched in a long time. It's very funny. 
Um, it's got a nice playful nature about it with enough action and drama in it to keep me going, to keep me watching two seasons. Yeah, I mean, I would have preferred it if it was like half hour episodes. I feel like sometimes they went on a bit long because it was like 50 minute episodes. So yeah. I would have preferred it if there was double the amount of episodes at 30 minutes or 25 minutes, whatever. Right. Then... Yeah, you do prefer shorter things. I personally didn't see a problem with it because generally, like you said, there was a couple of episodes that might have dragged slightly, but I could see how they needed the scope to put a bit of the drama with the comedy. Yeah, but it was very funny. It was excellent. Make sure that they were telling all the stories correctly and stuff like that. So, uh, But no, excellent. Really, really funny. Um, so... Do you want to give it a quick plectrum rating? Yeah, so I mean, I'm not in a rush to watch it again, but when the next season comes out, I'm going to watch it. So I'm going to uh-huh. go a solid four out of five. I think that's fair. Um, I would say the same. Yeah. Um, it It's not done anything to sort of change the landscape of British comedy or anything, but it's a solid continuation and, and is probably one of the best British comedies out, but in the fact that there's not a lot of competition for British comedy because most of it's pretty poor. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say a, a good, solid uh, four out of five as well. Nice. Because uh, it's got, like, um, like, um, like mental health issues and then drug problems and, yeah. like, um, single mums and relationships and yeah. he's got bipolar and it's, like, it kind of do- deals Just... with quite serious things. But also it's a comedy and, you know, some of it's a bit silly and some of the situations they get themselves into. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy it. It's a nice mix of, like, serious and comedy, but yeah. it's, it is always lighthearted, you know, yeah. by the end. Yeah, so that was very good. Uh, the other thing that we watched, uh, we finished uh, the latest season of 60 Days In. Yes, we finished season six. So have you watched all of them or just five and six? Just five and six with you, so I probably will... Go back. Go back. Oh, you and need watch. to watch season one. Jeez Louise. Yeah, I can imagine because I didn't really know what they were doing at that point. <clears> yeah, wasn't. some of the people they got there like should have went through some kind of psych evaluation before they went in or something. You know, like right. had an interview with the physiotherapist, a physiotherapist, a psychologist <laughs> <laughs> before they went in there because there were some weird things that went right, on. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I probably will go back and watch. But yeah, so we watched uh, the end of the most recent series of 60 Days In. It was quite an interesting series because this one was kind of broken up a bit because it kind of went wrong and then they got another group in. So Yeah, I think they kind of played on that a bit because they always have two groups going. Like right. that's just season one and season... Well, not season one, maybe. Like two and three. Season two and season three are in the same jail. Season three and season four are in the same jail. It's just like round one and then round two. Right, You I know, see. so for them to be like, oh, they just played on it that everyone dropped out. Luckily, we've got this other one already lined up waiting to go in. Yeah, it was just strange that they put it all in the same season, you know, that yeah. they didn't sort of break it up yeah. and go, oh, we're going to do it again. Probably no footage from the first lot because they all dropped out so Yeah, quick. most of them just dropped out. It was, it was a really bad prison, though, from what I could see. Yeah, definitely the worst that we've seen on the, like on it the was, show. There was very little control there and it was just yeah. really... From what they showed, I don't know whether it was the way the sort of directors and producers cut it together, but yeah, um, it was it was a really tough place to be. Uh, so yeah, we watched that. I'm not going to platinum rate that because it's a documentary show. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, it feels a bit strange rating documentary shows. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely watch the next season, and if yeah. you go back and watch like season one and two, I'll like, dip in and out with you. Yeah, I think I'm going to um, do that. I'm going to yeah. sort of see where I can find I them. mean, they're quite thrilling. They're quite exciting to watch, but it's yeah. very American where it's like Cuts a build-up. in and out of the same moment constantly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah, I've kind of got over that, but like, I'm trying to just sort of like look at the people that are actually doing it. And yeah, you've got to be kind of like eating your dinner or playing on your phone or doing yeah, something, it's not something else at the I same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a pap watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, I I finished Bones. What? I have completed it, mate. Oh, really? uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there are th- how many seasons did I say? Ten, I think. No, there's more than ten. Oh, I don't know then. Twelve. Twelve. Twelve, uh, 12 was a short season. Um, and yeah, I finished Bones. Wow. So got all the way to the end there. Well done. And it was it, a challenge from a long time ago. I know, I know. Just, I just kept watching it because it was an easy watch and it was like my bedtime watch. So, worked for me. Yeah. Um, it was good. It was all right. The final episode was a bit disappointing. Mm, was it? I feel, I feel like at some point they've written a really good last episode. Yeah. Like the writers have gone, right. This is your last episode. Like this finishes it all. You're done. Yeah. And then some studio exec or somebody has gone, well, no, we want to keep it a bit more open-ended. Uh, just just in case we want to go back to Bones up, one yeah. day. Yeah, you, like, it, like I feel like either that or it was the other way around, as in the studio said we don't want Bones anymore, but then whoever the creator was has gone, well, maybe like there'll be that fan resurgence thing for yeah. Bones. So I feel like somebody's written the perfect last episode because it set it up perfectly as the last episode and it was like, wow, okay, wow, you're going to do that to the characters to finish. That's really cool. And then it all kind of unraveled and ended nicely and I was like, oh. Mm. oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, I, I feel more than a little bit deflated because it just felt like it could have been the end of another season. Right, yeah. Didn't feel like a finale, a finale of, no. you know, 12 seasons of build-up. And and if you end a show, just end a show. Like, writers are clever enough to... to, to rejig it. Rejig it somehow. But, like, literally it felt like the last episode set all this stuff up for it to be, like, really interesting, where it could all, you know, like, have a really interesting climax. And then that went away. So... Yeah, I'm going to say Bones is is a two and a half plectrum show. Mm. Because, I mean, it didn't blow my mind and I enjoyed watching it for, for it being on while I was just, you know, got a Winding down. Yeah, yeah, winding down for the day. So it was okay. Like, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but then... It probably would have got higher had the last episode not been so bad. Nah. I probably would have been like, oh, yeah, three. But because the last episode, because they left it so open-ended in the last episode, takes away a half. I don't know if it, like, what kind of date that was re- it was released, whether it was ended with, like, the writer's strikes and, like, No, no, it was 2017. Oh, was it? The, it finished, yeah, so it wasn't that long ago at no. all, really. Maybe in but, a couple of years, don't you watch it all again? No. 
No. No, I'm done. I once. I've watched it. Watched it. Like I said, completed it, mate. Um, and that's it. Nice. So I don't feel like I need to go back to it at any point. Okie dokie. Um, and the other thing that I did was jump aboard the Hamilton bandwagon. Who did? Is that Shakespeare? <laughs> <laughs> that is genuinely what he said to me. Yeah, I I don't know what it is. I was like, all right, cool. So yeah, I, I, I watched Hamilton the musical uh, on, Sky, on Disney Plus. Um, and it was amazing. It is an amazing show. Yeah, have you seen it before? No, I've not seen it. I've heard the soundtrack, knew the songs, but never actually seen it performed. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously we don't go to London very often and I don't have a shed load of money to pay for Hamilton tickets. So this was probably the only way that I was ever going to see Hamilton. Oh. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed it. It was fantastic. Um, the music's incredible. In, like amazing and the way it all knits together and just yeah superbly put together and uh, made me not dislike Lin-Manuel Miranda so much okay because the only time that I'd seen that guy other than Hamilton was on Mary Poppins and he was an absolute <laughs> and he was an absolute shite show on that and I don't yeah. care how much of a fan you are of him that was bloody awful <laughs> um so I just sort of saw him as another jumped up musical theatre performer who wasn't actually that good. Right. Who, you know, and then... But, yeah, seeing him do that, which is a show that he's written, performed, stars in, it's his brainchild, and just... I've got a lot of respect for him now. Um, just Just as a creative mind. Not necessarily as a performer. I still don't think he's that good a performer. But as a creative mind, I think he's fantastic. Um, and, yeah, I'll... It, when he writes things, I'll always give it a go now because he is that good a creator. Uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yay! Oh, right then, so for our last big segment of the week, yes. um, we have gone back to an old favourite. Oh, well, uh, we, you, you say favourite. Well, you know, I like it, the muses like it, Carol doesn't necessarily, for certain reasons, uh, but we did say we were going to do a whole episode, but to be honest, I mean, it's a bit too much for a whole episode, so yeah. uh, we're going to do Use Are Amusing, and we're going to do a little bit of Would You Rather? Ooh. Would you rather have a talon or a tail? Would you rather be a monkey or a whale? Would you rather produce cotton from the inside of your bottom or every time you speak you sound like Christian Bale? Oh, would you rather? So, Carol, I'm going to hit you with a really horrible one straight away. Ugh. And this is the reason you don't like doing these, because you get posed these questions and... There's no logic, there's no nothing to it, I just hate them. And our family listens to this and it's always a bit awkward, Uh, so here we go, Carol. (sighs) So we can gender exchange as well. Yeah. Uh, So, your... Okay, so your husband and your dad have both swapped bodies. The only way to swap them back is to have sex with one of them. So, would you rather have sex with your husband in your dad's body... Um, or your 
dad in your husband's body. Blech. Yeah, so it's, it's... No, I'm just running away. Getting a divorce, <laughs> leaving my family, <laughs> running away. I have nothing to do with either of you anymore. That's it, you're done. No, done. You don't nope. want either of them then. Nope. No, no, it's been ruined forever. Yep. So, so you wouldn't, you, there's no would you rather. Nope. You would rather run away. Would you not? <laughs> <laughs> what would you rather do? So. Between me and your mum. Not my mum, your mum. No, it's not your dad. Yes, it is. It's not my father-in-law. It's my dad and my husband. So your mum and your wife. Oh. Stop having fantasies about my mum. I mean, that does change it, doesn't it? She's <laughs> just rethinking about it with me and my mum. Your mum? Yeah, I thought it was that way. <laughs> no, it's your mum and your wife. Oh. That, that, is, that, that, that changes the landscape. Um, like, I'm inclined to say the same as you, but in the spirit of answering a would-you-rather question, um, I would say that... You'd have sex with your mum. <laughs> like, the, the body is the vessel. Like, the the mind is the experience, so... You want to have sex with your mum? I, I, don't, I don't... Especially not now. Um, no, I don't want to have sex with my mum. But... But... In, in in the spirit of answering the question of would you rather, yeah, I think I'd go that way with it of uh, I have sex my with my mum because it'd be your mind and your experience. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. <laughs> this is a lovely one. Okay. And I think this is one that we'll both quite enjoy answering and probably agree on. Uh, would you rather have one massive, epic, all-you-ever-wanted holiday but never go to another holiday again or go on holidays for the rest of your days but never be able to tick off absolutely everything? Obviously the second one. I Yeah, I, I think it's a lovely question and a lot of people might not agree with us. Yeah. They'd rather have that... Magical, amazing Perfectly holiday. magical holiday. Mm-hmm. But to be honest... Like, in my opinion, you can't have the perfectly magical holiday. No, because I love going to an all-inclusive and sitting and doing nothing and eating. And I love travelling around and going to a different place every couple of days and backpacking, like, you know? Yeah. I love both aspects. I love feeling like a tourist. I love feeling like a loco. I love... Everything. Yeah. Love travelling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're both very much the same of, like, we will find the joy yeah. in whatever experience we have, especially when it's, like, travelling abroad and being in the sunshine. And because we have travelled, yeah. Um, I think it's important to us to be able to have those escapes. What It's what keeps us living in the UK. Yeah. And working our jobs. Though, and yeah. it's, it's all about the holidays and getting to travel once, twice a year and been able to do that because otherwise I think we'd go a bit mad yeah. and probably just run away and just travel again and that's all we'd Been do. tempted. Been tempted a few times Been but tempted. yeah so it'd definitely be lots of holidays and we'd just find the joy We'd never have that perfect holidays. holiday but that's no, okay. No, but I mean, we came close with Florida. <laughs> we were 
amazingly close. In fact, I can't think of many bad things about that holiday. It was no. it was absolutely incredible. And as near to a perfect holiday as you could find. I think so. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, I like this one. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a thousand duck-sized horses? A thousand duck-sized horses because I'm a bit edgy with ducks. What, right. what are those bigger ducks called? Like not a mallard, the other type of ducks. It's like almost like a geese. Oh, I don't know. A big duck. Yeah, a big that duck. That you'd eat for Christmas dinner. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. It's a duck. A big duck. Yeah. One of them coming at me, I'm like, whoa. So the one of them the size of a horse coming at me. Yeah. Not fun. But how cute are these little horses going to be like galloping at you like duck sizes? But if there's a thousand of them. Yeah, I feel like I just go behind a little fence. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Kick them away, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think I'd be more inclined to take on the big boy. Oh, imagine it pooed on you. You'd be just drown. I mean, it's it's pretty big, yeah. 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 Stand on you, just bloop. Yeah, but no, I think, you know, get a big enough stick, as they say. <laughs> get someone to hit it with. Yeah. Aye. I think I'd, I'd, I'd take on a massive dog. a horse-sized duck. Imagine the size of his wings. Oh, oh no! I mean, that flying at you would be. Yeah. Yeah, terrifying. But imagine like a thousand galloping, tiny little cute horses. <laughs> so cute. You just want one, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want a duck-sized horse. Just one, not yeah. a thousand. Not a thousand. Just one. Just one. Just one. Give... Imagine it like prancing around the living room. Oh, doing dressage. <laughs> That'd be so Oh, cute. we could create like a little um, show jumping yeah. thing in the middle of the living room. Yeah. I want one. The Moragle ride it. <laughs> oh, yeah, gerbils can ride them into battle. Um, okay, so would you rather have. Uh, finger-sized nipples or nipple-sized fingers? Whoa, okay. This is a question because I feel like I could hide my nipples until they get hard. Yeah. But I feel like it'd be very impractical to have teeny tiny little fingers. Yeah. Couldn't crochet. No, you couldn't. You'd lose pretty much all of your hobbies. I could paint. I could still paint. What, with nipple-sized fingers? Yeah. I just put the paintbrush, like, there. What, like, in your nub? Yeah, I feel like people who have no fingers like, can do lots of things. Just can't go crochet. I think you'd struggle to do most things. I'm definitely going with the finger-sized nipples. Is everyone got them, or is it just me? I think it's just you. It's a personal thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd definitely go with that. And... What would you do if it's, like, cold, though, and you're like, oh... Then, you know, you just be like, I'm really sorry, I've got really, really, really big nipples. Would they be sore? Like, because I would have a brow and, like, and yeah, I think you'd have to, to cover them up, yeah. Because wow. they'd be really sensitive and huge. You'd Are we talking, to... like, my pinkies or, like, your index, you know? What... I, I think, I think obviously, they'd be in proportion to yourself anatomically. Would they have nails? No, finger size, not fingers for. Yeah. Okay. Probably the nips. As, yeah. as the fingers as nipples, finger size nipples. Yeah, I yeah. I, I think so because like you just cover them up and then yeah you'd be able to use your hands generally. So I'd tape them down. 
Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. it. Tape them down. Strap them up. Make sure they What's don't... What's that? Like a binder? Yeah. You know? no, yeah. Like, just wear like a, a sports bra type thing every day. No, you need something a bit more... Yeah, you'd need something to sort of, you know... Hold them down. Hold them down and then put that over the top. Like, it'd take a long time to dress. Yeah. But I think after, like, once you got used to that inconvenience, life wouldn't be so bad. Okay, uh, would you rather have extra arms or extra legs? No, are they in practical places? Like, I'm going to have, a, like, a leg sticking out my head or am I going to be, like, um, what's it called? Like, a man, a se- what's it called? A centaur. You know, like, a centaur. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. So, like, there are, like... Like a centaur or a spider? There are, yeah, there are fictional examples of these things. Like, a gorgon has arms here and then arms underneath. Yeah, that's A quite, centaur yeah. has like a horse's body, so it's like an elongated body, so you've got two sets of legs that hit the floor. Yeah. So I'm guessing, let's let's just say that it's modelled after that. So you either have two sets of arms above and below themselves, yeah, or you have four legs, i.e. say a horse. So the four legs would be amazing because I could run really fast. Yeah. I could probably carry heavy things on my back. But yeah. think how much shopping you could carry up. With, you if you know, had two sets of arms, like you'd you'd have amazing job benefits. Like, think what a great chef you could be. But could you multitask that easy though? Well, that's the thing. So, like, think what an incredible drummer you'd be. Yeah, I would go for the extra arms, please. Thank you very much. I personally think I would as well because immediately I thought speed with running, but the benefits. I don't of like having... running with the two legs I've got. Yeah, like... why am I going to run with four? Yeah, like how much cardiovascular would you need to be able to run with four legs? You'd have to, you know, have like the, the cardiovascular abilities of a fucking horse. Yeah, I'll take the extra arm so I can carry things better. And I, I, I feel like it'd take loads of time, but then you would be able to like separate all your limbs, yeah. especially if you grew up with them. Like you'd have four arms and hands that you could do stuff with all the time. Like you'd be like incredible at cooking, being a musician, uh, making cocktails, loads of benefits to loads. having four arms. You'd be amazing. Yes. So I think I'd go with four arms. Yes. Yep. Extra extra arms it is then, please. Ding, we'll order one of those. <laughs> right, okay. Uh this one's really interesting. Okay, so it says, Would you rather have a frog's head on a human body or a human head? On a frog's body. And it also says, no, there is a correct answer. Hmm. So, am I the size of myself, but with a massive frog body? Or am I the size of a frog with a massive head? I think, let's say that you're human-sized in in both scenarios. Would I still have my brain or would I have a frog's brain? I don't know. It doesn't say... It just says head, so I'm guessing it's yeah. just... You look... Your head looks like a frog's head and you've got a long tongue. I would I would be a frog head then, if I can keep my brain. Right. I would be a frog head. I think I'd, I'd go the other way. I think I'd have my head, but with a frog body. Yeah. Think about the leaping ability you'd have. <laughs> you could fight crime with that kind of power and strength. But you'd have a dodgy foot still. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so one of us is right, apparently. Oh. So I, I'm going... 
frog body. Human head, frog body. You're going frog head, human body. And I will go and ask what the correct answer is. Yes. And we'll report back next week on that one. Uh, I like this one. Would you rather rather learn to read Braille or learn sign language? I think this is obvious. Like, learn sign language. I personally think so as well. I think reading Braille is wonderful. But I think... Because, I mean... How is it going to help you in any way? Like... I, I don't know. If you're blind, it'd help. I'm... Yeah, but I'm not blind. So, yeah, if I was blind, I would learn Braille. Yeah. But I'm not blind. And it doesn't help blind people that I know how to read Braille. I guess so. So I'd learn sign language. Sure. Because like... you have more ability to communicate with people as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one confuses me slightly. Okay. But we'll see how you get right. So would you rather half a million pounds... Or give away one point five million p pounds to people you don't know and can't meet. I'm selfish. I will have the money, thank you. Yeah, like, and that probably makes us bad people, but like, yeah, you could bring like everyone above the poverty line in the UK. No, you'd need more than one point five million, but everyone in Glasgow. But. At the same time, right, so, so, say you had a million pounds and I was able to invest it in something and I'd make more money. Give to charity. And then I could give to charity. Yeah. And over the course of my life, hopefully I'd be able to give that 1.5 back at some point to people that I'd never meet. But initially, I would like a million pounds, please. And that maybe makes me a bad person. I think, but, we are, I think we're bad people. But somebody please give me a million pounds. <laughs> yeah. Please. I'll leave my number below. You can. If yeah, you if just... you have a million pounds, stop cheesing me like that. Just text me. Yeah, yeah just, just drop me a message and I'll I'll do it. <laughs> That's like that thing I read to you. It was like, would you rather have a million pounds or give half a million pounds? What What was it? I don't know. To the person that you hate the most. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Would you, yeah so yeah you can have a million pounds but you have but the the person you hate the most would also get fifth half a million yeah half a million pounds yeah and someone posted why would I not want one and a half million pounds oh that's so sad so okay. we do have a few more I'm just gonna hit on one more and then we'll uh, save them for another day we'll save them for next time uh, this one's pretty gross Carol to finish off great thanks would you rather eat feces or drink urine drink urine likewise like the the idea I've taken of... lots of shots of these I don't want to. that's it yeah shot away <laughs> like if it if it's just a, a one off sort of dare, dare type situation I'm just gonna go and drink a bit of piss shot of piss yeah, like, because the idea of trying to eat poo... And it getting between your teeth. Well, it's Stuck just, on your tongue like peanut butter. Yeah, it just... Oh, it'd take forever to get out of your mouth, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, is there sweet corn in it? Oh! <laughs> yeah, Does it so, look like a curry? Is it soft? Is it hard? Aye, aye. Definitely, you know, I'd, I'd go for a wee. I'd, uh... Take a pee-pee. I'd take a pee-pee in the mouth, yeah. <laughs> rather than, Ooh, than a poo Let's go! No. Piss on your face. No. <laughs> yes, I mean, your would you family re- listen to this. No, they don't. They do. Not well, anymore. They did. Yeah. yeah, they did. They don't anymore. So yeah. So I think that's everything that we've covered this week. Yep, that's us. 
Whoa. That went really quickly. Yeah. Uh, it's really lovely to speak to you again. <laughs> it's been so long since we last spoke. Since we last spoke, like... Yeah, but when we have conversations, like, day-to-day, we don't have conversations like this. No, no. Like, we'll say, oh, how's your day? Yeah, good, and, like, move on, or I'll tell you a funny story about what happened at work or a trouble I had, but it's nice to sit down and chat with you. Yeah. And, obviously, our muses, too. About different things. Yeah. And sorry that we keep talking about coronavirus, but, I mean, it's it's our, it's our life now. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is the world that we're in. We talk, we've always said that we'll talk about, like, what's affecting us and what we're doing at the time. Um, uh, so, you know, we've always sort of said that we're going to talk about, like, the world around us. Yeah. And, and what our life is at the moment. So, you know, yeah, if we do talk about it, it's because that is what is affecting the nation at the moment. And, you know... Uh, we we do have opinions on what's going on, so we do have opinions on what is affecting us directly. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back soon with uh, the integration of another new another old segment that we're bringing back, ready for July, as we said. Yep. And, so, if you have uh, any ideas for our top tens, let us know. Yep. We'll be yep. starting top tens next week. Yep and see if John has completed his challenge if he's got a nice crisp tenner I mean I might not actually have a crisp tenner but I might have earned <laughs> plus ten in the bank account yeah so <laughs> I'm excited yeah well we'll see what happens get my we'll business plan ready if, if I can't earn a tenner I'm going to be really really disappointed in myself <laughs> if I'm honest but uh, we'll find out next week but until then uh, we'll see you soon chat to you next week bye, bye.